What's poppin' internet? Welcome to another episode of the Synced Up Podcast, a show where we talk about news, games, and we sandwich a little fun in between. I'm one of your hosts, Timothy Duro, and joining me this week again for the 38th week in a row. Actually, we missed a week. Not in a row. I've been gone yeah, before. Get, oh, yeah. You missed... How many times have you missed? Twice? I think I've missed twice. Twice, and then mm-hmm. we missed that one week. So not 38 in a row, but 38th episode. Michael Clay, yes, what's sir. up, Mike? How you doing? I'm doing good, Tim. How, how, you, are you? how you feeling in your nice... Oh, nice. I decided to match with the set today. Blue on blue on blue. Blue on blue on blue on a little bit of white. Yes, I'll sir. I'll stick with my orange shirt. Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't fit the scheme, bro. I, dude, I like this orange shirt. Look at the table. Look at the cups. Look at the, look at the TV. Is, look at look at Link behind it gets, us. It gets, it's the pack shirt, bro. I will respect it because it says pack. It's on like it. red orange. It's a red orange, okay? It's a red orange. Orange. Today, we're going to talk about uh, Avengers losing money and players. Twitch versus the music industry, more in-game concerts. We're also going to play Guess That Character, and we're going to talk about our thoughts on Valhalla at the back half of the show. But before we get into that, we're on YouTube now, so if you are listening in your favorite podcasting feed and you want to put some faces to some voices, you can find us at youtube.com slash podcast. Um, go there, subscribe to that feed, and watch the video version of the podcast, as well as impressions-related content that we are putting up over there. And also, if you're on YouTube, you can find us in your favorite podcasting service if you're tired of seeing our face. Um, just by searching Synced Up Podcast and looking for the blue and white logo. Same logo as the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. New episodes go up in both of those feeds, uh, Mondays, 7 a.m. Central Time Zone. Gang, you can also write into the show at SyncedUpPod at gmail.com with any questions, comments, concerns, games, thoughts, criticisms, anything that you have, and we will read it, and we might read it on the show. We'll definitely read it off the show, but we might read it on the show. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter at SyncedUpPod to stay up to date with all of our videos, content, new things that we're doing, all of that mm-hmm. jazz. Chance will keep you posted over there on that. And also, if you're coming over here from the MinMax show, thank you very much for stopping by. We got a decent amount of love already from you guys on our, our last couple of things that we did, um, and we very much appreciate it. It seems like the yeah. audio version is getting a lot more love than the video version. I mean, but understandable. Hey, that's look at fine. Our faces. Yeah, yeah, look at our faces. That's fine, though. We love you regardless. Thank you for stopping by, and I, I, I hope, you, hope you enjoy. Also, apologies to you audio feed people. Um, that are used to the audio feed going up Monday, 7 a.m. Central Time Zone, gang, because it didn't, apparently, and it didn't go up until Saturday. Um, that's mostly on me. I don't know what happened there. I have no idea. I genuinely have no clue. I posted it when we went into our feed. It was there, the description and everything, but just the audio just wasn't there. Mm-hmm. But we fixed that, and it it's there up, now. so you can go <laughs> look at that. Catch back up. Yeah, catch catch back up there. Um, but let's get right into the show here. So this is, this is uh, not... I don't know if th- th- this news right here, this is rough. Square oh, Enix yeah. loses $62 million in the quarter it releases um, released Marvel's Avengers compared to the quarter before, which pro- proved positive with Final Fantasy VII Remake. It's hard to compete with that. This is by mm-hmm. Daniel Holis at NME. Square Enix HD Games Division's earnings for the quarter it released Marvel's Avengers is in the red, according to a new report. The latest earnings report from the company reveals that despite growth in the first half of the fiscal year, the company showed a loss of $62 million from July to September 2020, the quarter it released Marvel's Avengers per Video Games Chronicle. Games industry analyst David Gibson also took to Twitter to report new details on the company's losses, including the potential development costs of Marvel's Avengers. Gibson stated that Square Enix reported a 6.5 billion yen. Can you convert that for me, Jordan, and let me know what that means in (laughs) American dollars? Loss for HD games driven by Marvel Avengers. And that the company, uh, quote, would not say how many sold, but that volumes were 60% of the plan that they had. 
According to Gibson, he estimates that the game cost over $100 million to make, but only sold 3 million copies or so. He also added that the total cost of the game is closer to $170 million to $190 million, given the only... They only expensed 70% of costs in the quarter plus marketing costs. How much is that in American dollars? 61 million. So, yeah, okay. Mm. So that's just the yeah, American. Same, 62. Same. The company recently spoke out about the dwindling player numbers for Marvel's Avengers and said it's confident players will return to the game. It later released a blog post confirming the delay of the next-gen versions of Kate Bishop or of the of the next-gen versions and the Kate Bishop expansion with details on how the game will move forward in the future. And it's also worth noting that I think as of right now, the current active player count on Steam is a roughly 400 active users compared to the roughly 30,000 active users it had the first week of launch. So a pretty, pretty big drop off Insane. there. Insane. So as someone who played the game themselves, Michael Clare. I'm part of the um, not 400. Yeah. So whatever number that is. <laughs> You're part of the drop off here. Yeah. The game did not really hold well. Mm-hmm. It was fun for a little while, but it got very repetitive, pretty boring. Um, the end game content is the same as the middle yeah. content. And the There's beginning? nothing. Yeah. It, it, it was very dry. It really um, seems like from uh, from an outsider's perspective, anything outside of those like big missions with all the quick time events and crazy mm-hmm. cutscenes was kind of like, eh. Yeah, so everything was kind of just disappointing overall. And I'm shocked that they really... I mean, they have to say that their confident players will return. Yeah. But to follow that up by saying we're del- the delaying the, the next-gen version yeah, that, of the K-Bishop I think, update. I think that's contributed to the fact that so many players have dropped off when you, know, you want to keep everyone's attention for as long as possible with the yeah. game. Uh, that's that's in, in the fashion of this the games as a service and so you mm-hmm. want to keep people's attention as long as possible you want to be putting out updates constantly um you look at among us they're starting to you know putting stuff out all the time as much yeah. as possible to keep people interested fall guys is still doing seasonal stuff Fortnite, you know they're, they're the pinnacle of that idea mm-hmm. and avengers really has fallen short on that they've just kind of just delayed all their stuff yeah and, um into eternity it, it feels like that you know this was going to release they had their roadmap they've completely scrapped that entire roadmap mm-hmm. um and and delayed everything into oblivion which you know I'm, don't release shitty stuff, but that's just, it's par for the course for all this to happen as a result of those delays because this yeah. is the type of game that it is. And it sucks um, that a game that carries the Avengers name can do so poorly. It's mm-hmm. quite unfortunate. I and mean, you had a star a bit, voice but. acting cast too. There was a lot of good things going for this game. A bunch. And it, w- it was just sad to see it, you know, not succeed. <clears throat> they had a good protagonist, you know. Um, Kamala Khan. Yeah, they could have they went... A lot of ways with it. I mean, it a very good game. If it mm-hmm. was just a solo experience, man. Yeah. Um, Had attack on the other stuff. Jack yeah. of all trades, master of none, it seemed like. And, like, I'm cool with the co-op multiplayer experience, but, like, you know, keep it keep it that solar, or the, the solo experience, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It was just very disappointing. That's rough. That's, that's very big losses. But we're going to stay on the loss train. Twitch people are losing all of their VODs. Dude, I, Run yeah. me through this, Michael Claire. How's and this Twitch's going? Twitch's fight with the music industry. Streamers are paying the price. The latest fight over infringing music on Twitch has left streamers stranded on the battlefield. This is by um, Bajan Stefan at The Verge. I bet it's Bihan. I don't know, actually. I'm, nah, I don't, I'm not sure. Anywhere. <laughs> um, Twitch partner Kate Stark was in a meeting when she got an email from Twitch saying some of her videos had copyrighted music in them and had been deleted. She panicked, and then I went to Twitter, Stark says, and it seemed like everyone had received one. So that's when I was like, okay, what's going on? Stark wasn't alone. On October 20th, thousands of streamers got the same message from Twitch, informing them that a complaint had been filed against their channel for hosting videos with copyrighted music, videos which Twitch had then deleted. We have processed these notifications and are issuing you a one-time warning to give you the chance to learn about copyright law and the tools available to manage the content on your channel, Twitch wrote. Streamers were given three days to clean up their accounts before takedown notices and account strikes started coming through again. 
Shark and other streamers face a difficult choice. Delete all of their remaining clips, minute-long segments of a live stream, and VODs replay a full live streams on their channels to play it safe, or let the video stay up and hope that none of them contain copyrighted music, risking a permanent ban from Twitch. I also didn't want to delete all of them because it is a four-year scrapbook of my career, she says. I get to see every apartment I've lived in. I get to see every stream overlay I had. I get to see all of my crappy alerts. I get to see the people in chat at the time. I get to see the games I was playing. Yeah, so this this whole thing is... Crazy. Yeah. I mean, they use they use um, Kate Stark here, but um, one that I think is maybe a bigger note, Dan's Gaming. Mm -hmm. um, if you're familiar, he's he's been on Twitch since the conception yeah, of the platform. OG of the OG. Um, yeah, and he had nine years, almost, I think, ten years. Twitch just hit ten years mm -hmm. um, on the platform, yeah. and he had to delete all his stuff. Ten years yeah. worth of clips. And it's just sad. That's tragic. Um, I, w I will note this article by uh, Beyond Steven over at The Verges was quite long and I concised just a piece of it. Mm -hmm. So you should go over there and read that article if you were interested any further. Um, but yeah, they, they, they had in that article about, you know, people were having to buy extra hard drives to just pull. Yeah, because you bots. don't want to lose all that content. Yeah. You know, there, there's, you know, so many good memories mm -hmm. in there, especially with the clips. It's moments that people think were great from the stream. Yeah. That they're using to, you know, remember. And that's and rough. Yeah. To delete all that is tough. So what a lot of people are doing are, is, of course, just moving all that over to YouTube, mm -hmm. which like Twitch as a platform should just recognize, like, let's pour some resources into getting a good copyright system going to where we can more accurately inform our users. Yeah. And because right know, now they're kind of just like, Mute it. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, don't play game audio. And you're like, yeah. What am and I supposed to you, do? You have that meme of the, the guy who's playing Overwatch. You see yeah. that where he's, it's completely muted and he's doing all the voiceovers. The cavalry's like, here. <laughs> and, and it's just so It's funny. just sad because, like, obviously there's an argument to be made that people need to know what they're doing when it comes to, you know, copyright law, music, video games, all that. That's all important. Yeah. But I don't know if there's an argument I, to be made about copyright law. That shit's complex. It is complex. But like... Convoluted on purpose. You know, if, if it's your job to do this stuff, it, it's in your interest to be informed. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, But it's difficult when you see a platform like YouTube who mm -hmm. handles copyright infringement, not perfectly, but well enough to where you can kind of put it... Circumvent. Put it more on YouTube's end. Yeah. To let them handle it. Like, oh, you... you Mm -hmm. This was copyrighted. We're just going to give the money to them. Yeah, they're not hitting and you with the... Your channel may get banned. Yeah. You know, so you might as well just delete Twitch all is like, shit. if you got... If you played anything ever on your channel, mm -hmm. might want to delete it. it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's just scary because these other... These companies, you know, Universal Records, like, it, that's just the biggest one I can think of. Yeah. They have the tools to scan through everybody's VODs and clips and yeah. find it, tell Twitch, and just get them banned. And yeah. so it's... It's, it's, it's on greed. Twitch almost. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's sad to see so many streamers just 100% cave in, have to delete all their stuff. Yeah. Unfortunate. And it doesn't, I don't know if it's, you know, going over into like video game OSTs and stuff, if that's messing with anything where I don't know if we've seen anything. Well, like that's the that other yet, thing is like people, just people are don't worried. know. Yeah. People are, people are very worried. <clears throat> Twitch says, read the U E U L A. Yeah. And everyone's like, <laughs> come on, bro. Please. Not the EULA. Nobody reads EULAs. Um, but we're going to stay on the music train here and video games as well because Lil Nas X held a concert experience in Roblox of all places. This is by Patrick Dane. Jane, uh, you got it. Patrick Dane. There you go. I, I should have known that. I've been playing Valhalla, Danes, they're Danes. in there. At VG247. The Old Town Road rapper will be taking to the ever-popular Cuboid game. 
Lil Nas X held a concert in Roblox, bringing an unlikely creative partnership to, a, to fruition. The concert saw the musician perform a handful of songs, but also his new track, Holiday. As COVID-19 continues to affect the world, concerts and live performances are becoming rarer and rarer. Impossible, in fact, um, at least in their traditional form. This has seen musicians getting creative. Several have turned to video games, creating huge events both for the performer and the game excel itself. Fortnite has seen some of the biggest such events and peaked with the Travis Scott experience, pulled in over 27 million viewers. This isn't Roblox's first foray into music-based events either. The game held an album launch party for pop star Ava Max just last month, which saw over a million people attend. After Fortnite, Roblox is a great target for any prospective oh Jesus, any prospective live event. The game absolutely is absolutely massive, having over 100 million active users. The title is obviously keen on these um, kinds of collaborations too, so I expect we will see more in the near future. I need a sip. I'm yeah, done. go for it. Um, I didn't get to watch this one. I haven't taken the time yet. Um, but you did, right? Yep. How, how does it compare to the Travis Scott experience? It's yeah, it's nowhere near okay. the Travis Scott experience. No, there's no way to uh, to compare it to. The I, Travis don't, Scott. I don't think you could with the technology that Roblox has at hand. No, no. It, I mean, it was very cool, and it was cool to see that he like wrote different verses for specific songs because obviously his songs are explicit, and he knows mm -hmm. that that platform is for kids. So he wrote different verses for those specific songs and changed them up a bit. Which was nice, um, and it was very cool. And I I watched the whole thing. It wasn't the Travis Scott experience, that's for damn yeah. sure. But Roblox doesn't have the rapport that Fortnite does. It has a, a player base that's a large, mm -hmm. but it's it doesn't have that kind of money, that kind of stuff to go. But despite that, it's cool, and it's cool for Lil Nas to do this too because he's such a big big guy or whatever yeah. to to do it with the, the Roblox. king of Twitter. I call him. Yeah, he is the king of Twitter to say, hey, we're gonna do a concert with Roblox because he like, easily well, could have done it with Fortnite too. Mm -hmm. I, I bet there was talks, but you know, he's a memer at yep. the end of the day. And he launched his new song with it or whatever, and that yeah. was that was cool. And that song hits, by the way. I like what that a, song. what a good guy. And also yeah. solid lad. Yeah, I love events like this. The crossover from you know, pop, more general pop culture into the more nerdy side mm -hmm. of pop culture when we get into really the gaming cool. stuff. Yeah. I, I love these collaborations. Do you, I'm, don't Do you need a breather? No, I don't need a breather. It's just like, I feel like my allergies have just completely punched me in the face I can, give you, I can give you a break. No, I got, I got yeah. it right now. I got it right now. Um, yeah, so the concert was super hot fire. Um, speaking of and super speaking hot of super fire. hot fire, fire causes smoke. What happens with smoke? Smoke is blown into Xboxes. Oh, you segues, you know. <laughs> Master Adam. Microsoft, uh, they, say, they say, quote, Please do not blow vape smoke into your Xbox Series X. Internet trolls seem to be faking Xbox Series X problems for memes. This is my shame. Gartenberg at The Verge. Microsoft's latest next-gen console, the Xbox Series X, along with its smaller cousin, the Xbox Series S, has arrived. And with it comes a whole bunch of internet con artists trying to meme people into believing the new console is plagued by terrible issues. You might, for example, have seen clips passed around the internet that showcase the Xbox Series X literally smoking. The post would have you believe that bla the blazing graphics of the Series X are so demanding that they cause the Xbox to catch fire, but the reality is much simpler than Xbox consoles spontaneously bursting into flame. What actually appears to be happening is people are piping vape smoke, vape smoke into their new $500 consoles to give off the appearance of a fire to troll fans on social media. Please note that it probably isn't a great idea to intentionally fill your brand new console with water vapor either, for what I'd hope are obvious reasons. <laughs> the meme has gone far enough that Microsoft itself has dignified it with a response, quote, We can't believe we have to say this, but please do not blow vape smoke into your Xbox Series X. So Jordan's going to pull up uh, the video, the classic. It's not really the video, but it's uh, just something you can see here mm -hmm. of, of this happening. Um, Did the first one get you? The first one, yeah, I was kind of like, oh, this is kind of spicy, but only because I'm ignorant to to what what um 
and electrical some like what electrical smoke yeah. actually looks like like yeah see here you go this you're just seeing this, this, I think this was the first one i saw yeah and i was like i'm tempted to believe it's just yeah it's just vape smoke but like I'm, i wasn't i wasn't <laughs> <laughs> that one looks like a damn forest fire yeah and it I, w- I was just seeing it and i was like oh this is rough and new console launch they always have uh certain things you know blessing adioia jr new face of video games over it kind of funny um he has Serious issue. He had a serious issue when playing Yakuza. It crashed his Xbox and it's completely bricked his system. And he he's tried reinstalling the OS manually. He's tried a mm-hmm. lot of things. It's completely, completely like obliterated his thing. And that's that's what going on over there. So this whole big thing was like a, oh, that's you know, that's that could be happening because I I believed it because just it's a new console launch, so shit happens. Oh, but yeah. I just don't know what. Uh, obviously, electrical smoke isn't white. Now that I. I, I've, been, I've been learned on that. Um, electrical smoke is definitely darker. It is hilarious, though. Yeah. Because I'm not going to lie. I had a similar idea when I saw all the holes in it. I was like, you could easily kind of like yeah, just do something to it weird. Yeah, but don't blow water vapor into your Xbox unless you want to maybe that's royally, what blessing did royally fuck it up like you maybe, think he was vaping in maybe, maybe he was one of those ones he was vaping no and also don't post shit like this because people are going obviously xbox had to come out and say this but people are going to eat that up as fact and mm-hmm. and with how heated things seem to be in gaming nowadays with a big portion of people this console war thing goes ham even though i think just play where you want to play or play everywhere like i do um if you have the means to do so like it's ridiculous. People eat this up and and post it everywhere and say, "Look, this mm-hmm. is why I bought a PlayStation Five, or this is why I don't buy consoles on launch day." And it's just no yep. people are joshing out there. So hey, stay safe. Don't blow water vapor into your Xbox. And if you were gonna buy an Xbox and seen those videos and thought maybe to hold off, just know those videos they're they're completely fake. So you don't have to worry about it. Um, on a more serious note here, I don't have a funny segue because this is a very serious topic. Ubisoft Montreal staffers barricaded on the roof, escorted out by police. Uh, ongoing police investigation, but authorities claim no threat has been identified. This is by Kate Cox at Ars Technica. So I'm going to read the original article, and then I'm going to read the update that was posted uh, later that day for the article. So for the original article, a tense situation at the Ubisoft Montreal Game Studio ended on Friday with staffers being formally escorted out of the building by police. At one point, dozens of staffers had been barricading themselves on the roof for over two hours. The story began with a group of suspects reportedly reportedly holding tens of people hostage at Ubisoft Montreal, according to local French-language media outlet LCN. The situation reportedly began around 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Montreal police confirmed that there was an ongoing police operation at the intersection where Ubisoft Montreal sits. We asked people to avoid the area, the department advised on Twitter. The SPVM is currently validating information and more details will follow. Montreal Mayor Valérie Plant... uh, that's, you know, I'm probably screwing that up because it's French. Mm-hmm. Valérie Plante, maybe. Good try. Who knows? Confirmed that her office is coordinating with the police and monitoring the situation. She echoed the police's request for everyone to avoid the area. According to Radio Canada, story in French, police were dispatched to the scene following a 911 call reporting a robbery in a nearby commercial building. Livestream footage from an LCN helicopter showed a group of people together on the roof deck of the building behind a makeshift barricade seemingly constructed of folding tables leaned against an access door. Developer Eric Pope confirmed in a tweet that the individuals on the roof were indeed Ubisoft employees saying, this is insane. This is my team on the roof. Staffers were escorted from the building's lower floors at roughly 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time, while other staffers remained barricaded on the building's roof as local police completed the formal sweep of the building. The employees on the building's roof were eventually escorted out, albeit only after being seen holding up their hands and conferring with apparent SWAT officials. It is still unclear as of press time whether the incident was prompted by a physical intrusion in or near the studio's Montreal offices or whether everything began with the false threat. 
And later update on Friday, SPVM indicated that no threat had been identified. And then the update to the article here. The 911 call that set the police response in motion was a hoax, the CBC reports. Montreal police confirmed only that the police operation is over with no threat detected and no injuries reported. An investigation will follow to shed light on the call behind this important police force deployment, the SPVM added. Ubisoft issued a statement around 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time saying that the company was relieved. All of its staff in Ubisoft Montreal were safely evacuated. We, quote, we commend the strength and solidarity of all our team members in this complex and stressful situation, the company added. We are grateful for the prompt response of the police and local authorities. We will continue to provide our teams with all the necessary support to cope with this traumatic event. So that was a mouthful, but I figured I had to read it all because um, it is a very serious topic. So this was breaking um, a, a couple of days ago, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, and I was very worried. Ubisoft Montreal, if y'all don't know, is the team behind uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, the game we're playing right now. Um, and just seeing that all over Twitter, uh, seeing seeing stuff like this, it, it just sucks. You know, the world is a shitty place already. And so every time something shitty happens, it's shitty. And we get to, uh, you know, we get to worry about it. And sometimes it hits a little closer to home, you know, when it's in an, an area that I care very much about. Um, it's it's a little harder to write off. So we everyone was worried, hoping people were getting home safe. I was reading through tweets, like through dev dev tweets, people mm -hmm. who worked on the game, what was going on. Uh, it seemed like a lot of confusion, a lot of worry. Um, and then when I found out it was just some hoax call, um, it, that's frustrating. That's frustrating. It's frustrating. Um, like you're glad that it wasn't anything severe. You know, you mm -hmm. you, you saw everyone that, safe. That, that it wasn't a real safe. issue. But like, it's frustrating because it's probably just hopefully a dumbass kid. Yeah, never deranged at all. Mm -hmm. um, you hope it's just a stupid kid. You hope that they get punished for this. You 100%. hope they find out who it is. Which I, they probably this will. Is, this is, you know, I think people like this should definitely go to jail. Uh, swatting is a big uh, problem in in the, especially in the Twitch community, the Twitch community, the, YouTube community, YouTube community. just uh, just the creator community. Swatting is a huge issue, and it mm -hmm. causes people a lot of pain and grief. And people can and have died from these these things. False mm -hmm. police calls causing people to show up at a house thinking something is happening. People have died, exactly. been seriously injured, um, hit with flashbangs and, and things of the like. And that shit is serious. Like, that can cause serious problems. So um, there's nothing much else to say about the story other than if you, for some reason, are one of these people who think it might be funny to swat someone, I would heavily advise not to fucking do that. Just just don't do that. Um, it's not it's not cool. And But we're glad everyone is safe um, and that the team is doing okay and hope they can get get back in the groove of things and hope hopefully Ubisoft is understanding and maybe gives them some time off, maybe does some stuff like that to help them get back yeah. into it. Cause that would be, even though nothing happened, you know, sitting on the roof barricaded thinking that your, your staff or, or your homies are downstairs with some dude with a gun. That's, yeah. that's traumatic in and of itself, even if it was fake. So hopefully everyone over there is doing okay. And it sucks to end on a somber note, but we're going to transition into the next uh, section of the podcast. Hard to do on a note like that, but this next section of the podcast this week in gaming, this is mm -hmm. the section where we run you through all the historical releases in, you guessed it, this week in and gaming. And there's a lot of them. And it is a banger week. Who would have thought the Thick time right before the holidays, the Black Friday area, would have the most banging week. But here we go. November 15th, really good day. You have the original Xbox with its launch title, Halo Combat Evolved in nice. 2001. Did you have an original Xbox back in the day? Nope. Neither did I, but uh, I had a couple of friends that, that lived down the road that had an original Xbox, mm -hmm. and I played the shit out of that, man. Was was uh, GoldenEye, was 007 GoldenEye on that? For some reason, I have memory playing that. That was on 64. Yeah, but it, it, was that not on the original Xbox 2, or, or was yeah. there like a GoldenEye the, game? I mean, there's probably a, on the a Xbox? 007 game. I don't know. For some reason, I remember a GoldenEye on the original Xbox. Maybe I'm capping, uh, though. Yeah, I don't think so. That's a, that, remember that big-ass controller, though, the Duke? 
Yeah. With the white and black buttons way down on the side. You had it completely. Mm. That thing was huge. Terrible. That was a good-ass uh, good console, though. And Halo Combat Evolved, good game. Kicked off a series that we're still waiting on the newest one, but a legendary series. Legendary. 2009, eight years later, you get new Super Mario Bros. Wii. Kind of kind of redid the, not redid the formula, but kind of switched it up for the mm-hmm. for the Super Mario franchise there and into that new age 2D side-scroller. And yeah. this game was good. I liked it. Yeah, no, this, this one was pretty good. I also like that bubble system for when you're playing with siblings Bubbles. who are incompetent. They go in the bubble and you can come grab them. Yep. So good. Um, uh, two years later after that, you have Assassin's Creed Revelations. This is one of those really good ones. Yes, one of my favorites. Yep, really good, really good. And the same day, Saints Row the Third. This game's badass. Also a really good uh, yeah. game. This is, uh, what's that uh, song by Kanye? That Power. Power. Yeah, jumping out of that plane to Power by Kanye is just so iconic. Oh, it's so good. And then two years later, you have the launch of the... PlayStation 4 in Man. 2013. Seven years ago. Seven years since the PlayStation 4. The PlayStation 5 is here. We won't be able to talk about it today. I guess I didn't mention earlier in the show. Uh, my PlayStation 5 did not come on Thursday. Apparently FedEx shorted the place I bought it from. I will be getting the PlayStation 5 on Monday or Tuesday. So we will have uh, the impressions videos for, for all of those going up next week, even though they should have already been up by now, but that's not my fault, and I am so very sorry. Um, but yeah, PlayStation 4, what a legacy. What a... Mm-hmm. Well, like, see, we should do like a bonus episode of the podcast where we, we go through like all the greatest games of the past generation. PlayStation 4 yeah. in review. Yeah, something like that. Uh, November 16th, the next day, 2004, you have Half-Life 2, mm-hmm. a game that will forever live in infamy, um, the infamy of not getting a sequel. Yep. Shouldn't have went with a number scheme. Should have named it something else. That way people are less likely to be Half-Life. like, oh, number three. Yeah. You know? So Half-Life colon whatever. Yep. Uh, 2007, you have the original Uncharted Drake's Fortune kicked off a... Really great franchise, um, and really uh, solidified Naughty Dog in that S tier echelon. Um, mm-hmm. Well, at least A tier at this point. It wouldn't be until I think The Last of Us where they kind of just locked themselves in. The next year, you have Animal Crossing City Folk. I was never a big Animal Crossing guy back in the day. I included it because it's a big release, but mm-hmm. I didn't. No, get I didn't. In I didn't get on Horizons. Till, yeah, me so, as well. Don't got much to say about this one. Left for Dead Two a year later in two thousand and nine, though. Now that is a mm-hmm. classic. Played the shit out of that with my homies. Yo, shout out to Teo. Teo he's coming in to say hi. He's Meow. coming in to say hey, hi. Hey, buddy. He's okay. He's, he's hopping up. The he's cat on the is podcast. Here. The cat's on the pod. He's chilling. Okay. He's on a good segment. Um, one year later, you have Assassin's Creed Brotherhood in 2010. That's another game that I would say is like one of the best. Oh yeah, those two back to back. I I 100 of both. It doesn't those. get better than Ezio. Um, and I included this here because uh, technically November 16th, two years ago, Among Us launched. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> Crazy to think. If you think though, what they did between, um, you know, year zero to year two, mm-hmm. not a whole lot. Yep. But from month 23 to 24. Real nice. A whole lot. Real nice. Yep. November 17th in 2001, the original Luigi's Mansion. That's a classic. That game's good. That's a classic. I and then one it. year later, the original Metroid Prime. I need to... Um, I never owned this because I didn't own a GameCube. Mm-hmm. So I played Metroid Prime a little bit at a friend's house. Yeah. And I've, I I want to revisit it. Yeah, I only played a little bit uh, as well. Um, hopefully that Metroid Prime trilogy comes. If oh, ever. God, please. Or in Metroid Prime 4. A year later on the GameCube, the classic, iconic Mario Kart Double Dash in 2003. Double Dash is PogChamp, dude. Yeah. That's like, a, that's like the melee of Mario Kart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That game is good. Legendary, and I think just been uh, overshadowed by Mario Kart 8 Deluxe because mm-hmm. that's just the... I wouldn't say overshadowed, though. Yeah. Because uh, I equate it to Melee because it's like the it's the old brother 
the old who's guard. like solidified himself yeah as, as legendary yeah 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 that's fair um in 2006 you have the launch of the playstation 3 that's also a, a good console was it me i was on the 360 yeah i was on the 360 as well i had a little bit of the playstation if you were 3. a kid and you had both mm. I didn't. You I never had both the life. at the same time. But yeah, through that generation, I. I I swapped around. What was? Uh, we'll 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 get to it. Another we'll get time. to it. Okay, Left for Dead One dropped um in two thousand and eight. Two nope. years after didn't PlayStation. T- I don't, couldn't tell you anything. You did play Left for Dead One? No, really. It's just Left for Dead Two, but it's just Left for Dead Two, but one. Why would I? <laughs> why, why would I not just play Left for Dead Two? Because Left for Dead Two wasn't out yet in two thousand and eight. Yeah, I yeah. I played the shit out I of was, this. You know what man. I was playing in two thousand eight? Hmm. Probably like Pokemon Pearl or something. I was playing Minecraft. That was when it first first came out in the classic. But the game wasn't out yet in 2008. Why not both? Yes, it was. Classic was. No, it didn't come out till like 2009. No. Yes, it did. It was 2008. Mm. It's 2008. Minecraft was out All in right. 2008. Look up when Minecraft Classic launched. This is important. Minecraft Classic. This is very know. important. Minecraft Classic. Launched Hackerman's. Launch date. Hackerman. Man. Kung Fury, that's a good movie. It really, it's a terrible 30 minute movie. Uh, but it's fun. It's so fun. I love it. Kung Fury. Yeah, Damn. get I off. I got finessed. Me, okay, dude. I got finessed. Sorry, whatever. You know how many times I've had to look schooled. up when Minecraft came out? That's twice I got school in the last 24 hours. Yeah, dude. Make it a third. Let's go. I got completely obliterated last night. I'll talk to you about it after the Um, Assassin's Creed 2, 2009. Good game. It's okay. It's part of that um, trilogy. Yeah, but. And it's they're okay. all good. Yep. November 18th, uh, the GameCube launches in 2001. You want to talk about a prime console. Good you, console. Good game. Yes. So good. Love this console. Hate the controller. Love this console. And I know that's usually a hot take, but I think the GameCube controller is garbage. I enjoy it. And I don't want to be aggressive. If you love it, you love it. Okay. You love whatever you want to love. But personally, for me, the GameCube controller is atrocious. I can't stand it. I have it. like no qualms with it. I have a ton. It I have fi- a ton. It just feels so good and bulky. Yeah. Uh, yep. Ten years later, on this day, the Minecraft 1.0 update drops in 2011. The mm-hmm. iconic notch flipping the lever at Minecon. You remember that? Did you watch that? I wasn't watching. I that. watched that live where they had the lever and he walked up and was like scoosh and slammed it and all the confetti. Oh, mm-hmm. it was awesome! What a good game. Yeah. I don't. Uh, you know, isn't that? It, There's nothing left to be said about Minecraft yeah. that hasn't already been said. Exactly. There's. There really isn't. It's. It's a perfect game. Um, a year later, the <clears throat> Wii U in 2012. The, the opposite of the GameCube. We typically don't talk about this one, um, but it dropped in 2012. You know it's bad because every good game on it is just on the Switch now, mm-hmm. besides Wind Waker. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just miss, missing Wind Waker HD. Two years later, you have Dragon Age Inquisition, one of my favorite games of all time right there. Love that game. Mm-hmm. I'm glad new people can play it. If you miss Dragon Age Inquisition, the EA Play just dropped on uh, Game Pass. Hop on over, download it, play it. It's super good. Also, that same day, Far Cry 4 in 2014. Blows my mind that it's been six years since Far Cry 4. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that game. That's the one you could actually beat in like 10 minutes if you just hang around in the beginning. Yeah, if you sit. Yeah, that was super cool. I like that part of it. And Far Cry 4 was the last Far Cry I actually thoroughly enjoyed. I 100%ed it. Uh, same day as well, Little Big Planet 3. Seems like a banger day, 2014. Did you say the last one you enjoyed? Yeah. As if it wasn't the last one to come out? No, there's still well, Far Cry I mean, 5 like, and Far Cry oh, yeah, Primal. Far Cry 5. Oh, my God. Far Cry 5, Far Cry Primal, okay, Far yeah, Cry you're New right. Dawn. Honestly, I thought Far Cry 5 was Primal in my head. Okay. No. We're good. <laughs> Man. We're good. We're we trying. gaming podcast. Little Big Planet 3 came out. That's a good game. I, I actually kind of want to try Sackboy Big Adventure. People are what, saying it's quite people good. People said it's good? Yeah, people yeah. are saying it's, it's quite good. And, and uh, um, Blessing is actually saying it has the, is the best soundtrack of the year, which mm. is kind of, I don't know, man. That Hades soundtrack is nice, and that Doom soundtrack is also really good. 
I don't know if I put Doom as soundtrack of the year against Hades. Yeah, but no, but I mean chance. the Doom soundtrack is really good. Oh, it's though. good, but Hades, bro. The Ori soundtrack. Come on, man. There's a lot of soundtracks. We talked about this last week. Yeah. Um, November nineteenth, the next day, the original Half Life drops in nineteen ninety eight. I don't really have much to say about that. Those are games I I never really played, so I'm sorry. But in two thousand and six, the Wii comes out. Talk about a console. Dude. And that same day, one of the most iconic games of all time. Actually, two games came out that same day. I didn't realize this, but the one of the most iconic games of all time, Wii Sports, mm-hmm. also drops. In Do you want to sing the whole Wii Sports theme song with me? Doom. That was a joke. You're supposed to say no. When we move on. <laughs> I didn't really want to do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Um, that's an iconic song. That song. Best soundtrack. Uh, best soundtrack. Wii same Sports? day. I don't know. Wii Sports one of the best uh, games of all time, though. Low key. Let's yeah. think about it. One of the best selling games of all time. No, but it has an unfair advantage. Yeah, you can't give the title one of the best selling. Now let's talk about Wii Sports Resort Packers though. Fan. I know we're not talking. I know this is this weekend gaming. One of the most slept on games of all time. Wii Sports Resort. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I love basketball in that game. It was it sucked that, bro. If you lost that little thing though. Yeah, yeah, that's you were just done. I love fencing. Fencing in Wii Sports Resort hit. I'm trying to think which my ping pong was nice. Ping pong was good. I think it was. I, yeah, I say fencing. it fucks ping pong. Well, what oh, was bro, this, he, you remember the saber one where you just run around the island and you just tell people up? Yeah, that's fencing as well. Except yeah. for it's there's two different versions of fencing. You play the one where you're on the little thing, the, yeah, and then you have the one where you fight. I don't your think way they called it fencing. Though. Yeah, it was the same thing because the way those games worked is you would they would you would click like basketball and then it would bring mm. up like sub games and you'd have like three point match or whatever. Mm. You'd click fencing and you would have the regular one and then you'd have the one where you climb that mountain. Yeah, and you like that's slash people. That shit was awesome. Yeah, it was. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Uh, also, the same day. Sword yeah, play showdown. Yeah, yeah, but it's still under the fencing. You still click fencing and then it's like under there. I think you click swordplay. Oh uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. That's um, three times the twenty hours. You didn't really school me on that one. Two thousand and six, same day, Twilight Princess comes out. Um, one of my favorite Zelda games and one of my favorite games of all time. I love Twilight Princess. It's incredible. A lot of people slept on it. It doesn't um what's her name? Mifa? Mm-hmm. No, not Mifa. Um starts with an M. But it's not Mifa. Mifa's the blue uh, is the blue. I know who you're talking from. about. From Breath of the Wild, dude. Um, what is her name, bro? Google it. Google it, Jordan. Mid, mid, Midna, Midna. Never there mind. Go. I got it. Midna. Um, yeah, love Midna as a character. One of the better um, companion characters, in my opinion. People mm-hmm. love Navi, but Navi's annoying as shit. Mm-hmm. Um, wh- who else do you have? You have uh, B from Skyward Sword, who's okay, but also kind of annoying. Um, who else do you have? You don't have anyone. Actually, Breath of the Wild. You don't have one. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then in and Wind Waker, you have the. The lion, the red lion, who's dope. Whatever. Regardless, November twentieth, Banjo Tooie drops in two thousand. The first of the Banjo Kazooie franchise. I never played it though. So the first isn't that the first one? Banjo Tooie. Banjo Kazooie is the first one. Banjo Tooie is the the second one. As Are you sure? Two. Are you sure? It's called Benji Banjo Tooie because it's Are number you two. Shirty. Yes, the first one's just called Banjo and Kazooie. I don't think it is, bro. I'm actively schooling you. Uh, <laughs> Why do you think it's called Banjo Tooie? Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We run a video game podcast for Christ's sake. Hold on. Why? <laughs> what are you thinking here? Hold up. Oh yeah, you're, yeah, you're right. That was the. <laughs> I just, you know, so my stubborn ass sometimes just, you know. You didn't <clears throat> want to be wrong so no, bad. I didn't want to be wrong. Well, I, it's I called Banjo Tooie. I know that makes sense, but I just thought for some reason in my head canon, like the past ten years, I just thought it was originally Banjo Tooie, and then they changed the name to Banjo Kazooie after the fact. That was that's how my head canon has been for my entire life. But that's because I'm not in this franchise. Don't judge me. Seven years later, Mass Effect comes out in 2007. I haven't even played the game, and I know that. Get off me, bro. Mass Effect's a good game, though. I've only played Andromeda. I never played the original three. I know it's you a hot can take. soon. 
Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to, depending on what's coming out at the time. I think I'm going to play through that re- that trilogy or try to at least. Yeah, you should. Rock Band came out the same day though. That's a good ass. That's a great game. Super good. Super good. Rock Band killer. Um, a year later, I included this because I like this game. Mm-hmm. 2008 Sonic Unleashed, bro. Come on. You, like you remember that one, the, one, you the, like werewolf? the werewolf? The werewolf. I liked that game actually. I liked. Uh, it I wasn't bad. Those. It really wasn't that bad. I liked the Secret Rings. I liked Unleashed. I liked the one where you had the sword and you. Was that also Unleashed? My favorite. The one with the sword where it was like Excalibur and. I don't remember that at all. But did yeah. you play Sonic Riders? Yeah, dude. Okay, <laughs> just yeah. making sure. Sonic Riders. Um, what was the other Sonic racing game where you were on like hoverboards? Was that Riders? That's Riders. What? There was another one though. Sonic Riders 2. Yeah, but okay, yeah, I'm probably just thinking of that, whatever the subtitle is to that. Like Sonic Riders 2, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Um, Maybe I'm making that up. You might be. Who knows? Skyward Sword drops in 2011 on November 20th. That's also a good game that I replayed this year, actually. Mm-hmm. I, really, I remember. I, I didn't replay it, actually. Finally played it all the way through. I guess technically it is a replay, but I never beat that game before. Really good. November 21st, Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby in 2014. Um, I never played these, but the, I'm sure you did. Um, yep. Um... The first game I completed the Pokedex in, I completed the National Pokedex. Oh hell which yeah! Which was uh seven hundred and no, maybe it wasn't seven hundred yet. I don't know. I want to say it was like seven hundred something. Yeah, at the time. Well, that, that same, sounds right. That same day, you get Smash Four for the Wii U. Iconic. Put a lot of hours into that. Forever yeah. left in the dust. That Oras came out on the same day. Mm-hmm. That doesn't even make sense. Apparently. Take it up with Game Facts. Are you mom. sure this wasn't for the? Nope, I the checked. DS? I oh, checked. I guess that makes sense. I guess the DS one came out later, right? Yeah, and this because this is Smash 4 for the Wii U is what it said. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. And then I put this one in here because it kind of blew my mind. The Animal Crossing Pocket Camp came out three years ago. Yeah, that game's been out for a while. That just kind of blows my mind. Mm-hmm. It just I, For some reason, I, I, I think like 2019, early 2019. Does it blow your mind when we say Pokemon Go has been out for almost four and a half years? No, that one not as much because I remember playing Pokemon Go like right out of high school. Yeah, because you remember when you were playing it. But does it feel like that should be four and a half years ago? Yeah, yeah, I guess not. I don't know. I like, don't that's know. just crazy. I don't really feel me. that way about that one. Yeah, what's up? I well, think it was 718. At the time, at the time. Damn. Well, no, because there was two mythical Pokemon that weren't out yet. It was um, Volcanion and Hoopa weren't out yet. Diancie was out. So if you subtract those two, it should be 718. That's a snipe. That's nice. That's yeah. nice. Wow. I, listen, bro. I know what I know, and I know that Banjo-Tooie is not the original. Get off me. Get off me. <laughs> Wow, that is this week in gaming. I would say a killer ass week in gaming. Yeah, banging week, bro. Do you think it gets better next week, or do you think this is the quintessential week? Could I don't know. Could get better next week. Like this, that's still the holiday. There's season. There's so many good consoles here. Yeah, that's still the holiday season. We'll we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. But on to guess that character. I got a character I got in a my character head for you. I got a character in my head. Oh come on, I've been well, thinking about. Okay, fine. Okay, how much time? We might be able to do both because okay. I forgot to add extra. Well, we still got some reader mail. Okay, here. okay, okay. Here. Okay, is the character... Oh, we're going right in. Male. No. Dun, 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 dun. Is the character female? Yes. Oh, okay, This that's actually a fair question. Okay, thank you. I don't know why I... That's a fair question. Could have been a robot, could have been an animal. Uh, okay, now, therefore, I have, I asked it in this way to eliminate Ivor from contention, right? Um, Because Ivor, you, I would've, you, would've, yeah. you wouldn't have fooled me around with me, right? I mean, I would have just... I would have probably answered like could be or something okay, like that. Okay, okay. So it is for I would have been sure like, uh, yeah. a woman. Is it um a Nintendo female? Um no. Okay. That is three questions. Uh, okay. This, this chair is cool. Is this character from a game that came out this year? Um yes. Okay. 
They're doing pretty is, good. Okay. Um, I don't think you would pick any character from Valhalla that isn't Ivor. That's a woman. Because I can't remember the other chick's name. So we might be stumped if that's the case. Um... <laughs> I you not remember her name though. You're playing the game right now. I want to say Rivali. Rivali? That's but the it's, bird. Like, it's like close. It's like Rivali. no, it's Rivald. only close because it's is it Rivald? Is that no? Because it, no, it starts her name. Her name's Ronvi. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> not Rivali. I was making sure. Is she from a Ubisoft game? Uh, no. Okay. No, she's not. That's five. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Um, not Nintendo. Nope. Not Ubisoft. Okay. Exploding. <laughs> um. Did I play this game on the Switch? Uh, no, you did not. Oh, wow. PlayStation exclusive? Uh, yes. Okay. What, hmm, could be a Final Fantasy character. Could be... Could be Ellie. Mm. I think I'm allergic to this mic, actually. I don't believe it, bro. Because I genuinely think, like, my allergies get kicked up when I get... When I'm, like, too close. Maybe it's because there's, there's cat hair on it. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Um, let me think here. We're currently at seven because I think that leaves my only two options with because it's not it's not Valhalla and it's probably the name. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say not Tetris. Um, <laughs> it was a T piece. Tetrino T piece. So it's uh, okay. My character is, is this character T-piece. from a. Is this character from Final Fantasy? No, that's eight questions. Okay, now that literally leaves only Ellie in my mind. And I don't remember the other chick's name. Um man. I don't want to just say it. I mean yeah, I guess I got lose twenty questions. I got twenty questions, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. okay, yeah, yeah. I'm used to having to play against Aikinator. Um is <laughs> is this character from The Last of Us Two? Yes. I don't remember the other chick's name. Yeah, we got um, questions that they get. Uh, was this character also in the original Last of Us? Uh, yes. Oh, it's the character Ellie. This character is Ellie. Okay, thank you. Eleven. Thank you, Eleven. Yep, I'll take it. Um, yep. Ellie from the Last. The of deduction. Us. One of the greatest uh, written characters of all time, I would say personally. Especially you just had to, you just had to squeeze it into this podcast too, huh? Yep, gotta throw it in there. Every, throw it every in there, chance every you time. Get. Last of Us 2, an incredible game. Ellie, an incredible character. Tragic character, but quite good. Well, I, I no longer have a character for you. You don't? Oh, so was it Ellie? No. Okay. <laughs> I was like, dude, what? Are <laughs> you thinking of the same one? No, okay. No. All right. Well, this next section of the podcast is reader mail. Mail. This is where time. we read your mail. Here's the mail. It never <laughs> fails. It makes, makes me want to wag my tail. tail. When it comes, I want to wag. You're lucky we're not on Twitch. Mail. They oh, yeah. get us. They, they get, get us so fast. I know, but I'm a mailman. There goes all so the funds. I'm a mailman, so I should be Universal able to. Records. I should be able to sing that. That's true. Um, so let's go. Uh, Trey Blackburn writes into the podcast, mm. and he said, "What are each of your top three video game worlds?" Um, easy one for me, Pokemon, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, when you include them all. Yep. Because I think I, the, I assume. Yep. Just all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, your turn. Go. I mean, Pokemon is like a. You just you have to, answer, to beat. You just have to answer that. It's such a good world. <laughs> At ten years old, catching Pokemon. Imagine mm-hmm. leaving your home and being like, oh. it's, a, "It's always, a, you know, the big joke. Like, yep. would you rather end world hunger or who would you choose as your starter?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a hard one to do. Um, 
Yeah, definitely Pokemon. I, I'm thinking off the top of my head. I'm trying to like dive deep in other like worlds that would be awesome. Um, I, I mean, because there's like other worlds that are like cool, but because I always think of it as like a world I would want to live in, you know? Yeah, and or, or visit. I don't know if I'd want to live in. in and there's Mario. a lot of dystopian um, worlds. Mm-hmm. I mean, Breath of the Wild's a cool world, but like, but there's no one in. <laughs> there's no yeah. one in it. Dude, I could chill in Hades. Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> no, could not be me. Um, get to hang out with Zag. Yeah. Other I don't worlds know. that I've like, I don't know. It's, I just feel like the games I play nowadays are so like hard hitting and crazy that it's just, yeah. I don't know if it's a world I'd want to be in. I don't know. I don't think that's necessarily his question, but for some reason that's just the track my yeah. mind is stuck on here. It, it's, and Pokemon is just the obvious blatant if, answer. Yeah. If we're talking about well-created worlds, obviously Zelda. Zelda, but when I want to live Midgar in Zelda, I don't think I, I, don't I want think to that's live in Midgar. I don't, I don't think that's the question. Uh, I think yeah, it's just well created worlds, and I think Final Fantasy. So is really yeah, good if we worlds. if if we go for top three, just in terms of like well created just worlds in a in a game Tetris, you know Pokemon, the Tetris well, um, let's what do we got? Yeah, Zelda is dope. Definitely Midgar, one hundred percent. If we're talking on that. I mean, just Final just Fantasy insane. in general. The, yeah. the, if you want to pick one, seven, obviously. Yes. Um, the worlds they build are always expansive, huge, connecting yep. in some way. Um, the Witcher Three is nice as mm-hmm. well. And you know, I mean, if you, t- I know you don't like the overworld of Assassin's Creed. Yeah. But the way they interconnect all the games mm-hmm. and the stories, that's also a very cool world. Yeah. The way um, Abstergo and the Assassins and Templars, that's all, that's a very cool world mm-hmm. as well. So yeah, definitely. I'm with that. A lot of good ones there. Pokemon takes the cake. Yeah, easily, Pokemon easy, 100. But if you could be in a game this world more, and you want to be an NPC in that game, the world. same answer. Pokemon, Pokemon man. instantly, dude. but just an NPC. You don't get to be. You don't get to be the Pokemon. I guess there's Pokemon. I'll be dumbass kid in, in yeah, just Saffron get, City. Just get waxed on. Yeah, I mean, but I'd have a Pokemon. S- sit there only to get beat by ten. But how do you know I'm not Professor Oak? Yeah. Professor nah, Oak is an NPC. Yeah, <laughs> you're not Professor Oak. You're not Professor Oak. A game to be an NPC in, man. I don't know. I mean, because I feel like if you're an NPC in any world, it's kind of lame. Yeah, I mean, yeah, being an NPC sucks. You don't, you don't get to be the main guy. Yeah. You don't get to do the cool shit. But yeah, definitely Pokemon. Why is Pokemon always like... Because it's just a childhood fantasy, you know? It is. A childhood well, fantasy. It's always been a dream. Of like, oh, catching up. Imagine Pokemon running mm-hmm. around. You know, oh, man, you don't get to do the that. dream. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks. Um, what is each of your favorite three video game characters? I don't know why so he always goes for the list. The Squirtle, Charmander. <laughs> no, um, no, top three video game characters. Um, Ellie, obviously. Recency bias, Zagreus. Yeah, that's but he's party. he's made great because of the interactions he has with everyone yeah. else too. Yeah. Um, let's go with let's go with Ellie. Let's go with Chief. Um, what, uh, Master Chief? Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, come on. He's, come on. It says my favorite, not the best video, best written characters. Yeah. Chief Iconic. Yeah. Um, Aerith. Yeah. Cloud Strife. Pretty boring, though. Cloud Strife is kind of, I mean, I I like his arc in Final Fantasy VII Remake and his dynamicness, but Mm. he, because he gets cool towards the end, but he's still kind of one track mine a little bit. Aerith is pretty boring. Aerith is nice in terms of, in terms of being like well-written character. Nice. Um, dude, that was nice. Yeah. In sync. We're synced up. Ha ha. Ha ha. Took 38 shows to get to that joke. I hate it. Yes, it did. Okay. Rough. 
That's all I got. That's I all know. I got for you, Ellie. Ellie, and uh, maybe I'll start reading these questions before mm-hmm. and have an actual prepping list for prepared. list, or just re- I just rewrite them into who, who's questions good. you already know the answer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and this last one here, this is a hard hitting question from Trey Blackburn that he wants to know. If you this could, is the most important one. If you could sleep with any one video game character, who would it be? Tom Nook. Tom Nook. He's got the bells, bro. What a choice. The bag, bro. I got to secure the bag, bro. <laughs> what the money, dog. We're talking Tom Nook right now? Tom Nook? Okay, if we're talking on, on pure got the sugar money. daddy, sugar daddy, Tom Nook is a good choice. Yeah. We don't condone bestiality, by the way. Not at all. We don't condone Yes. Who's your sugar daddy character? Who's your sugar daddy character? Yeah, go and think about it. Uh-huh. Who is it? Nobody. Jordan? You got nobody. What's your answer? My answer is, de- is definitely Aerith or Tifa. No, I'm My just talking about just sleep, to just sleep with. Sugar Daddy is definitely. You don't even know his name. Johnny. Oh, shit. Johnny Tran. Yeah. Yeah. It's Johnny Tran. Yeah. Johnny Tran. Okay. Yeah. That's a Sugar Daddy character. That's, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. But it's definitely Aerith. The answer is Aerith. She's yeah, great. The answer is Tifa. Well, Tifa is a solid answer as well. No, uh, and honestly, low key, is, I, with recency bias, I mean, I mean, if Ivor wants to punch me in the face any day of the week, she can go ahead and do that. Step on you? <laughs> you want to step on me? That's weird. That's weird. Speaking of Ivor, though, why'd you ask the question out loud? What? Do you want to step on me? Yeah. You said. Who are you asking? I was just anyone. I was. I was just saying, step on you. Step on me? Who do yeah. you? Do you, any, you, you want to step on me? Quality. Is that what you're saying? It's like every ten minutes, there's a check mark, and it just. Quality goes down and yeah. <laughs> goes down. Yeah. This next section of the podcast, what you've been playing section, this is where we talk about, you guessed it, what we've been playing. Been playing. And all know. I've been playing is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I'm about 40 hours Non-stop. In. If you want my in-depth, broke-down thoughts of Assassin's Creed Valhalla at the 10-hour mark, you can go ahead and go to YouTube.com slash Synced Up Podcast and check out our Is Valhalla Worth It video. But what if you want it at the 40-hour mark? If you want it at the 40-hour mark, you're about to get it, but... Um, spoiler mm-hmm. alert, it is quite good. And now that I'm 40 hours deep, I think Assassin's Creed Valhalla is one of the best games of the year. <gasps> I think it's quite good. Mm-hmm. I think other games and franchises have a thing that they could learn from this game in the way that this game does side quests. I genuinely believe that other games should look towards Valhalla and completely restructure the way they do side quests to the way that Valhalla does them. I think it's perfect, and I think it's the best way to do side quests in any game I've ever played. Um, it's phenomenal. It's incredible. It's absolutely insane how good it is. They're concise. There's some are short, some are a little longer. They're they're just they're perfect. None of them are fetch questy. None of them feel out of place. None of them mm-hmm. are tedious. They're all good. I go to those. I go to those blue dots on the map specifically to look for those because I know they're gonna be good. Like they're just good. Um, so if if you haven't played Valhalla or you are playing Valhalla, go to those blue dots. Do a couple of those. They're insane. They're super good. From the the Walloper dude. Um, Oh, you haven't done them yet. You haven't done them yet. Yeah, have no you? spoilers. Bro. I've um, done some. Yeah, from 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 the Whopper, the Comb Lady, like from all of those different side quests, like they're just all so good, so concise and perfect. I love. I it. mean, they call them mysteries for a reason. You yeah. don't know what's gonna happen there. Usually, when you see that exclamation point and this is quest, you know mm-hmm. someone's gonna be like, "Oi, I've I need ten carrots." Yeah, can you go slight ten? Werewolves and, and bring it, me the carrots. Yeah, and bring me the carrots that they got. It doesn't make any sense, and and it. it Clutters the map, it clutters your quest log, and they, they, they feel fetchy, and they feel necessary to progress, especially in games like Borderlands, where you have to do all the side quests, and some of those are cool, and they rely on the jokes more than the actual structure of the quest, mm-hmm. where here, puzzle solving, 
and stuff like that. It's all there. It's great. I love it. Um, Good game. In terms of the rest of the game as a whole, though, I'm really enjoying the world. I think the opening area could use some work. That's personal bias against snow levels, though. Um, but I, I genuinely, I love it. I love Ivor as a character. I'm enjoying the stories, the way the narrative structure is um, to these more vignette-style stories as you do these alliance missions instead of like there is a through line through all of them but it's not like a continuous linear story it kind of feels a little chopped up a bit and i'm enjoying that uh, the combat just is great i'm using the double axes i keep telling myself i'm going to switch it up and try something new but i'm still having so much fun with the double axes that i'm just going to keep doing that um i'm really loving it i'm really loving valhalla if you have any inkling to buy the game i would urge you to buy it and if you're still on a on the fence you can go ahead and watch my impressions video where i dive mm -hmm. deep and we play through a little bit of like a couple of camps and you can watch that and that's that's very nice but what have you been playing also valhalla too of actually. course valhalla i'm at the um 10 11 minute mark i'm in two minute, minute. <laughs> hour i'm 11 minutes in um <laughs> good i'm enjoying game. it i'm enjoying good, it good game um i'm in england it's good the uh base building's fun Love um, it. The characters are cool. They are. The combat's pretty good. Um, it's buggy. It's yeah, a yeah, yes. game. Yeah, you. Um, it does come with its fair share of classic open world stuff. Uh, you know, animation like animations where you you chopping a dude's head off, but your axe just hits the air. There's um, been a couple things. There was like one that. time I went to get a. I killed somebody to get a wealth. Mm -hmm. Um, to get the little bubble off my screen and it stayed there. I, yeah, chance had the same issue. Yeah, and, and it ended up so, going away eventually. Yeah, but. same. I had to go back and refight him. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just annoying. And then there was another thing where I jumped off a cliff, and I was trying to grab something else. I didn't grab it, and I just kept falling in that spot. Yeah, and it was like maybe like a ten foot jump. Mm -hmm. But because I kept falling, I just died. Yeah, and then my save was like fifteen Wait, minutes ago yeah, or something like that. that. Sucks. That's so it's tragic. just like you know small things like that. Yep. But the, um, the classic growing pains with the open mm -hmm. world genre. Um, but that, that's what you get for being deep. a bug tester. Yep. So, <laughs> good game. Uh, Tetris Effect sure. Connected. That's a good game. That was I, I played it for like three hours. I did the um, the what would be campaign. considered the campaign? Yeah, mm -hmm. where you just play through all the. That's a good game. It is very good. And if you have Game Pass, there's no point in not trying it. Yeah, if, especially if you enjoy Tetris in any shape or form. Yep. You get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be here. You had to. I'll be here. You all had week. to. You yeah. look so proud of yourself. I know. Dude. <laughs> I didn't realize it until you, after. You was ready. You said shape reform, and he's ready. You was ready. Elbow and everything. Uh, the the music. Um, the music face. is uh, wow. amazing. Me too. I, I loved it. The music is amazing. Very. Um, I have one of the songs saved on my phone. Can I? It's crazy it's how good. much you can change that game mm -hmm. by not changing it at all. Yeah. And changing everything around it. Yeah. Um. It like completely changes how you play when you're like. In the zone, because mm -hmm. Tetris is a zone game. Yeah, it is. It's one percent, hundred percent. Yeah, it's a good game. They have, and they and have the music just maybe. just gets you more into that zone easily. Mm -hmm. Um, where you just kind of stop looking at the pieces, you listen to the music, and you try and like places. You're that. flowing. It's very good. Mm -hmm. Um, I like Tetris, man. Good game. Good, good, consistent game. Mm -hmm. Pikmin three, classic. Always count on it. I've shared a lot of my thoughts already on this game. I beat it pretty short and easy. Um, the completion is also very easy, too. I might go back and do that. Mm -hmm. But one of the better puzzle games I've played, where mm -hmm. it takes it's a very good at using that time management, resource management, and putting that all in a puzzle game in a cute world. Um, just a good game. It feels very Nintendo at its core. Yeah. So I like it a lot. And then, of course, I've been playing Pokemon Sword and Shield on my stream at Claire Bear. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Clearbear. C-L-E-R-C-B-E-A-R. -E -E um, shiny hunting for a shiny Raikou. No luck. 
No luck. No. Nope. Unfortunate. And then I've also been doing a Nuzlocke with Isaiah. Mm-hmm. That's a fun, fun time. It is. Fun time. Fun, fun time with the boys. That. Yeah, that's enjoyable. But that is it for the show. Again, mm-hmm. if you were coming over from the MinMax show and you've made it this far in the podcast, thank you very proud much of you. for doing so. Um, yeah, I'm proud of you. And I appreciate you. I actually do. Um, I was fine spending that, uh, spending that $400 over there for the MinMax show because I love those guys and I would support those guys any day of the week. Um, but the added bonus of getting getting the podcast plug to get some of you over to uh, to our show, you get to talk with y'all, is great. And I, I love doing the show. And just it, we could get five listeners every week, and I would still love doing the show. But the fact that we're getting more now is is great, and I very much enjoy it. And I hope I hope uh, a decent chunk of you stay. I hope all of you stay actually. Um, but but don't feel obligated. But if you you do enjoy the show, stay. Mm-hmm. But like, subscribe, comment, do all the stuff, share it with your friends. That's the most important thing you can do. You got a couple of friends, share the show with them. That'll help us grow. Word of mouth is really the only thing that's doing it for us now. And obviously the, the promotion, but we're not made of cash, so we can't like do that just, all the time. Just imagine the memories you can have. You know, you, three of your best friends, mm-hmm. you, you meet up on a Monday at around probably 9 a.m. Central, Central Time Zone. And, and you, you speak to each other and you, you go to your friend, you're like, hey, you remember that joke Mike made about Tetris? About Tetris. That was hilarious. That was a funny joke. And and then you have these moments with your friends, you know? Exactly. So definitely share and with your friends. And then we blow up and become the biggest, and you could say you was day ones. Day or like one, day maybe. threes or something. It's like day four. Day four, something like, like that. I don't know, something like that. Whatever. Regardless, thank you for coming over to the show. Follow mm-hmm. us on Twitter at Synced Up Pod. Do all of the jazz, the sharing, the like, and the all the stuff. All the stuff, I'm not going to repeat it. But More thank importantly, you. say hi. Say hi. Yeah, say hi in the I comments. I like talking to you. Yes, Mike, Mike, Mike replies to all the comments because I, you know, log in info, but we don't got to talk about that. No. We don't got to talk about I'll that. I'll spare you. You'll, you'll spare me. But thank you so much for listening to this episode, and we will see you all next week. Goodbye.